When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Star Sports Podcast. It's Tuesday, June 6th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Quite the Monday in our nation's capital, the Chiefs, as Super Bowl champs, were greeted by President Biden in a White House ceremony. On today's show, you'll hear the ceremony and President Biden praising the Chiefs. Also, comments from Andy Reid and team president Mark Donovan. And at the end, pay close attention to Travis Kelsey, who provided the day's funniest moment when he briefly commandeered the microphone. But first, you'll hear from star columnist Sam McDowell. He made the trip to Washington and shared his impressions of the big event. Okay, let's get started. Sam, you got to do something that not many people ever get to do, and certainly in sports journalism, and that's visit the White House. We're going to hear the entire ceremony with President Biden and Andy Reid and Mark Donovan a little bit later. But I wanted to hear from you first and just get your overall impressions of the event and the occasion and just uh, how cool was it? Yeah, you know, I kind of felt like on the other side of the the, the relationship with, you know, I, I in our jobs, Blair, we often get asked about what's it like, you know, being around Patrick Mahomes and, you know, what what's he like in person and what's Travis Kelsey like? And I was pretty much that person yesterday asking, you know, our D.C. reporter, Daniel, I was like, you know, how often do you interact with Joe Biden? And, um, you know, is this, you know, can you, can you show me the, the – the media room here and so it was really cool from that standpoint uh, on a personal level we didn't interact with the chiefs a ton other than what was shown on tv as far as the, the streaming and the actual presentation but definitely something um that i never imagined doing and uh it was just really cool to to be on the inside of the ropes for for something so historic like that that's great um i'm glad to hear you say that that uh, it's a, an event that you won't soon forget and um, so did, did you have any kind of access to, uh, to anything other than the, the stage area or it looked like you were on a riser just based on your Twitter photos, uh, taking photos. Uh, could you, you know, could you go anywhere before the ceremony, after the ceremony and did you get to mingle with some of the people afterwards? No, not really. Um, I mean, we did see like the, you know, where the, press secretary gives the, the daily briefing. Um, that room was much smaller than I would anticipate. Yeah, even yeah. though Bahe and, and you had been there and you specifically told me, hey, this this place is a lot smaller than you imagined. Still, it was even smaller than what I was envisioning. Um, and just there is a kind of a media room in the basement there. It feels like a dungeon down there. Um, so just down there. And then afterwards, look, the Chiefs were on a, a, a real hurry to get back. They're, they're back at OTAs today. Um, so they had a flight back immediately after the presentation. So we talked to Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Nick Bolton together, um, then three at the mic together for uh, about three and a half minutes. Um, so that was 
really all the interaction we, we get got with the actual players there. Now, did see some players passing by um, our area. You mentioned where we were standing as as they were leaving. So just real briefly got to see, you know, like Eric Bianami, it was great to see him. Um, you know, I joked with him. He might he might have been able to walk there now while <laughs> the rest of the team had to, to fly there. Obviously, he's with Washington now. So um, just people like that, I think it, it would have been nice to have a, a fuller interaction with because that's actually one of the cool events, of, cool parts of the event was – the Chiefs brought everybody, and that included a lot of guys who are no longer on the team. Um, you know, Frank Clark's still a free agent. They cut him. Uh, you had Juju Smith-Schuster, Andrew Wiley, uh, McCole Hardman. You had just all sorts, Colin Saunders, all sorts of players who are no longer part of the team. So it just hits you that this was the last time you're going to see this group together. And it's really the only occasion where they would be together after you know after everybody makes their move is on a trip like this so um good for the chiefs how about so everybody who was watching it on youtube or c-span or uh, wherever they were getting the live stream uh we all saw the stage and uh, the way the players were lined up with with president biden speaking um, so we didn't get to see who was in the audience in front of him. We know political figures were there. Mayor Lucas was there, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly, um, Cherise Davids, the congresswoman from Kansas, Roger Marshall, the senator from Kansas, was there. Um, were, were there other chiefs, uh, like personnel, officials, uh, team members, uh, not players, but organization members that were sitting in the, in, in the audience there? Yeah, I mean, pretty much the entire front office um, was sitting in the audience. All the assistant coaches were sitting in the front office. Um, you know, offensive coordinator Matt Nagy and um, uh, pass game coordinator Joe Blameyer got a moment with Joe Biden because they went to Delaware. Um, so, yeah, all, all the Chiefs were there, including, like, the practice squad guys. It was a little startling to see – guys that made contributions in the Super Bowl sitting in the audience, you know, like Josh Williams was a guy sitting in the audience rather than on stage. Um, I just, I, I certainly can remember back when the Patriots used to visit almost every year, it seemed like where they had the guys lined up all the way, even to the stairs, just to make sure everybody got as part of that backdrop. I do think some guys were probably a little disappointed um, that, they didn't get to go on stage, even though they were part of that team. I think there was only about 40 people on stage. And, you know, that obviously included, you know, Brett Veach, Mark Donovan, Andy Reid, and some people like that. Yeah, I'd be curious to find out maybe when we get to talk to the Chiefs later this week or next week, how that got determined. And um, that is interesting. Okay, about the uh, the presentation itself. Uh, look, I, I thought it went off pretty well uh, for, for not not – I, not many awkward moments, which is what you hope to avoid in when you when you're uh, meeting the president. Um, I thought uh, let's let's just let's start at the end, and, and you led your column with it. I thought it was the moment of the the best moment of the whole uh, thing after uh, Mahomes and Travis Kelsey presented Joe Biden with the number forty six jersey. <laughs> Kelsey peels off and goes to the microphone, and his line is. So I've been waiting for this. And then as Patrick Mahomes ushers him away, I thought it was hilarious. I burst out laughing when I saw that. And um, well done to lead with it. Uh, what was what was your reaction to that? 
Yeah, I just thought it was really funny. I mean, it's a very Travis Kelsey-like thing to do. I also think it's a very Patrick Mahomes-like thing to do. Um, and for you know the first 15 minutes of a 16-minute presentation, it was this constant reminder of where you were. And for about 20 seconds, it was like, oh, yeah, it's these guys here. Um, you know, the guys that we know, the guys that we're used to are the ones here at the White House. There's a line, uh, if you if you listen to the the rebroadcast, uh, it's on YouTube, easy to find. It seems like Kelsey and Mahomes set it up. Uh, and uh, I definitely think they set it up because uh, Patrick was ready for it. Nobody <laughs> was ready for it if you watch the backdrop because uh, I did watch it about five times. Uh, nobody's ready for it and everyone is kind of like, who, who said that? Um, but Patrick's ready for it. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they set that up. Although I did ask Patrick afterwards, uh, you know, we each got in like the local media. Luckily, you know, Ted Cruz, the, the, their vice president of communications was really good about making sure the local media, if they were only going to have three minutes, were the ones that got to ask the players questions. Oh, great. So, um, I did ask Patrick just about what was the most memorable moment. And he said, well, other than Travis at the mic, <laughs> and then mentioned going into the Oval Office. So um, <laughs> it's like this seeing this historic place, you know, with, um, you know, all, all this elements of history and, you know, they're, they're going to remember Travis trying to steal the mic for about 10 seconds. <laughs> and only six got to go into the Oval Office. I thought that was interesting, too, right? Uh, Bolton was the third player, Nick Bolton. Cool, great for him. Um, yeah. And then what, was it Reed, uh, Donovan, and, and uh, Veach also with that, with that group? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of expected maybe Justin Reed uh, might be part of that group. You know, he's obviously some, shown some interest in some political issues, maybe more social issues, but I kind of expected maybe he'd be more involved. Um, but, you know, that, that was the, the group of six that went in with, with Biden. All right, so did you roll your eyes when, when Andy Reid called uh, Biden President Obama? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I listened to it a few times, and I'm pretty sure he might have accidentally dropped an F-bomb um, <laughs> during the presentation as well after, you know, we had – a little bit of a mic issue and I think he meant to say fired up and I think he said something else accidentally instead uh, which is funny because all the interactions we've had with Andy Reid even on the practice field I don't think we really ever hear him cuss no uh, no he's yeah. it's doggone it and of course we've yeah. got a few of those too right he did um, and look I'm sure he has before but it, it would be kind of funny if it was like a this audible typo. He definitely did not mean to say that. It wasn't like, oh, I forgot where I was. It was just like, that's not how I, I meant for that word to come out. Just be funny if he's like a guy who just never cusses and then accidentally did it at the White House. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, if you're, you're going to do it, uh, make it count, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So... I thought I thought Biden spent a little too much time on the on the Eagles connection early on. And then I and then, I, you know, with Jill being a big Eagles fan. And then I remembered in the grand scheme of things, um, when it comes to the 2024 election, Kansas and Missouri don't mean a heck of a lot to Biden. But Pennsylvania does. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, better better butter that bun as much as you can <laughs> during this thing. So he made sure to remind everybody how much of an Eagles household he lives in. Yeah, there's definitely like a, a I mean, 
it's not a day absent politics um, as much as, you know, it might be a little bit of a break from the more serious nature of his job. It's not a complete break from his job. And that definitely comes across as well. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the message of a team being together and unifying is not a message that he repeats in some manner or some form with every one of these teams that, that comes through here. Right. No, ex- exactly. I had the same thought myself that it's, some of this has to be yeah, and look how how could you how can you tailor a 15 minute speech to every team that you greet and um you know what's interesting the the um the whole and Vahe wrote about the history of uh, Kansas yeah. City teams going to going to the White House I think they it probably peaked under president Obama it's like anybody who won an NCAA championship was going to the White House you know and there's like 80 of those 80 NCAA championships so uh, between men and women in all the divisions it's tough to have a speech tailored for for every single team that comes through there. So it's a neat tradition. Uh, I, I know COVID had a lot to do with the, uh, the suspension of it. I'm glad it's back and cool, very cool that our Kansas City Chiefs got to participate in this. So, all right, Sam, I know you got to travel. Thanks so much for uh, spending some time with us. We're going to take a break. When we come back, you will hear the entire Uh, 15 minutes or so of President Biden, along with Mark Donovan and Andy Reid. Distinguished guests, the President of the United States, accompanied by Coach Andy Reid and Mark Donovan. Welcome to the White House. The 2023 Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I have to be careful what I say today. I'll explain in just a second. You can smile, man. It's okay. I married a Philly girl. That explains a lot, doesn't it? Fortunately, she is overseas right now in the Middle East. She's a rabid Eagles fan. And on the way, uh, the way the game ended, I might be in for a rough night. Jill still doesn't even believe the Eagles player who acknowledged the holding penalty. But I figure if the Kelsey family can make it work with Travis and Jason, first two brothers, to play against each other in the Super Bowl, Down there, there's hope for the hope for the rest of us. Please sit down, by the way. Please sit. It's an honor to be with Super Bowl champs, who include former University of Delaware players. Brett, your GM, was born in Pennsylvania and went to college at the University of Delaware. It's one heck of a combination from where I come from. A wide receiver. Matt, the offensive coordinator, was Delaware star quarterback, setting 20 school records. And Joey, your wide receivers coach, played the same position in college when Delaware won the national championship in 2003. 
The three of you had one of the same coaches that I had, great Tubby Raymond, who was named, who was, um, anyway, he's a hell of a coach. I played freshman football at Delaware and uh, ended up low at, I shouldn't say this, but you had to have a 2-0 to keep going. I had a 2-9-9, I mean a 1-9-9, and my mother made me quit, but I went back out my, uh, my junior year to play in my senior year. And uh, while Tubby was the assistant coach, I played defensive back. And uh, after running the drills uh, in that, uh, that spring practice, he came over and he said, Biden, and now he kind of <coughs> coughed when he talked to you like this. Some of them remember this. You run faster backwards than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> well, my political opposition thinks the same thing of me. <laughs> Look, we've got a lot of Chiefs fans here today, including Kansas Governor Laura Kelly. Laura, oh, look at her. There you go. God love you. In Kansas City, Missouri, Mayor Quentin Lucas. Quentin, how you doing, man? Good. You are good, man. By the way, he can still go to his left at any rate. And several members of the Congress from Kansas and Missouri are present well. But would you all stand up, all the members of Congress? I tell you what, man, we, we don't get a quorum that quickly. Good to see you guys and ladies. Appreciate it very much. And we also know that we're missing one of the most loyal Chiefs fans that there ever was, Norma Hunt, who passed away this weekend. I'd like to suggest a moment of silence. You know, Norma was known as the First Lady of Football. She attended every, every single Super Bowl in history, all 57, including the past one where her Chiefs won. And Jill and I send our condolences to the entire Hunt family, including their son and current CEO chief of, of the Chiefs, Clark Hunt. The Chiefs not only hold the title again, they're building a dynasty. Super Bowl champs in 2020 and 2023, dominating the league with 64 wins in the last five years, the best record in the NFL. Yet somehow last summer, people still counted you guys out. But you kept the faith. You overcame injuries, dominating the regular season, 14 and 3. In the playoffs, you beat the Jaguars and the Bengals, averaging, averaging last year's excuse me, avenging last year's AFC championship game. And then with 200 million people watching, yet another thrilling game, you beat the Eagles, becoming the Super Bowl champs again. You know, it's no surprise you got a young quarterback named Patrick. Boy can play, man. Two-time MVP, comeback king, the only player in history where the winning record went down by 10 points or more. We saw him play with that high ankle sprain, another legendary chapter in the story of one of the greatest quarterbacks of his generation, and I predict of any generation. You also got Travis, one of the greatest tight ends ever. You got a young team built from unheralded draft picks, that turned into a deep roster of six All-Pros, explosive offense, and a tough defense. And then there's Coach Andy Reid. 
I was asked by the mayor of Philadelphia to arrest him and take him back to Philly, but I can't do that. <laughs> 24 seasons. The only head coach in NFL history with at least 100 wins with two different teams. You know, uh, they've called him a beacon of offensive brilliance, a beautiful mind. Well, the guy who gives full meaning to the word coach because he makes you believe in yourself. Most important, as much as these guys know about football, they know about life and how to use their platform to make a difference. Speaking out for racial justice, honoring veterans as you do, supporting tutors and mentors for local schools. This is an organization that emphasizes community service and encourages players to create their own charitable organizations, which many have done, and it matters. You're showing the power one of the most elusive things in the world, unity. When people from different backgrounds, each with their own personalities, work together as one team. You play together with a distinct style, in constant motion, with a real joy of the game and a love for each other and a great city to represent. And from that unity, you strive to bring out the best in yourselves and each other's. In fact, I've heard how even after the wins, Patrick and those players go up to the Coach Reed and ask him how we could do better. That's pretty incredible. That's pretty incredible. For everyone watching, especially our children, that's the power of this team, the power of sports. And I might add, it's the power of this country. It's the power to remind us who we are as Americans. We're the United States of America, and there's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity when we do it together like these guys behind me. Folks, congratulations to the Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, and good luck next season. And by the way, you got three coaches who from the University of Delaware played there. I got my University of Delaware hat on. God bless Norma Hunt's memory. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to turn this over to the team president, Mark Donovan. Mark? Mr. President, on behalf of the entire Kansas City Chiefs organization, thank you for having us here this afternoon. It is a tremendous honor to be here. Today, our entire organization is mourning the passing of our matriarch. Norma Hunt was an amazing woman. And our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers are with the entire Hunt family. Norma was a joyful soul. She loved her chiefs. She was really proud of this team and really proud that they had the opportunity to be here today. I can tell you from personal experience, there was no one better to celebrate a championship with than Norma Hunt. And I know for a fact that she wants us to celebrate today. So please join me in celebrating Norma and celebrating this great team.
60 years ago, Lamar Hunt brought this team to Kansas City. And although this is the third Super Bowl championship team, this is the first Chiefs team to ever visit the White House. And for that reason, we're even more proud to be here representing our organization and our town on this national stage. I want to thank the Missouri Congressional Congress or delegation and the Kansas Congressional de delegation who are here with us today. I'd also like to thank members of the president's team who helped us coordinate all the details of this special, special visit. The men who stand behind me are just remarkable examples of the American spirit. And not because they won a lot of football games. It's because they exhibited the qualities that lead to success. First, they worked together. This season was never about one individual. It was about a group of men having each other's back, coming together to accomplish something special. Second, they overcome adversity from a completely retooled roster with a lot of young players counted on to an injury to our star quarterback. These players persevered all season long. Third, they believed in themselves. When the media experts and the NFL draft Knicks said that maybe the Chiefs run was over and maybe the division was just too tough, the guys behind me proved the naysayers wrong. And lastly, we are all particularly proud of how they united our community. As the president said, sports has the power to do that. And we're proud that they united Chiefs Kingdom, a fan base that has proven their reputation as the most passionate in all of football. <laughs> Finally, I have to acknowledge and recognize our amazing leadership team that makes all this possible. Our chairman and CEO, Clark Hunt, our general manager, Brett Beach, and the man you'll hear from next, our head coach, and future first ballot Hall of Famer, Andy Reid. I'll tell you what, we're fired up to be here as a football team. President Biden, your staff, uh, we, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for inviting us to the White House. I mean, we're... everybody good? <laughs> we're really fired up. We are really fired. Uh, inviting us to the White House to, for this celebration of a championship. From the, tour, from the tour that we had, to the history here, to the great food, man. You can't forget the great food. To the great food. And to this right here, this celebration. Um, we, we thank you. It's been 100% uh, first class, and we appreciate your hospitality. To the Hunt family, we're thinking about you. Oh, God, we're thinking about you. Hmm. To the Veaches, we, we, we love you, to uh, the Donovans, to our, our staff, the Kansas City Chiefs staff, to, um, to the coaches and to the players. What a phenomenal job we were able to put things together uh, this past season. And what a great challenge it is to present ourselves this next year. Like President Obama, or excuse me, President Obama, doggone. <laughs> 
Like President Biden said, nobody believed us before. Nobody believed us before. And I'm sure it's going to be that same way this time. And we come out and prove them wrong. The Chiefs Kingdom and the city of Kansas City, and we appreciate all the support that you give us. It's weekend and week out. It's on the road. It's at home. You're the best fans in the business. We love you. We appreciate you. We sure appreciate our support here, too. And then, again, I'm proud to be the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Whew. Doggone. Doggone. Anyways, listen, it's been a long wait to stand before you. Again, we're fired up. We missed the first one due to COVID, but we are here strong, man. Kansas City strong. Thank you. With that, Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes are going to take over the stage. I've been waiting for this. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> That'll do it for today. Thanks to Monty Davis for producing the show and to our Sportsbeat KC staff of Randy Mason, Jeff Rosen, and Scott Chasen. Tip of the cap to Sam McDowell for sharing his thoughts on his first White House visit. The Chiefs trip and everything else that happened in sports on Monday is fully covered in the nation's best digital sports section, Morning Sports Edition, produced by The Star. Check it out at liveedition.kansascity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another Sports Beat KC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day. Hey.